This episode is brought to you by Peacock, presenting critically acclaimed originals for your Emmy consideration. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to The Awardist, where we are breaking down the state of the 2022 Emmys race and chatting with the actors, creators, and more who are contenders this year. I'm Entertainment Weekly Executive Editor Jared Hall. Hopefully you all had a nice and refreshing holiday weekend. So, uh, you know, I said we here on The Awardist, we chat with all those people. We've been doing that for six months. Uh, Voting is over, and really the only thing that's left is to hand out the awards. That is going to happen on Monday, September 12th. That's the big day. So, that means that for us here at The Awardist, it's really just all about our final predictions and talking about who we think will be taking home Lady Emmy. And joining me to break it all down are EW Executive Editor Patrick Gomez, and you hear her laughing there because of the Lady Emmy critic, Kristen Baldwin. Who started that, Kristen? Was it Conan? Conan O'Brien. Conan, when he hosted Underrated Host. Uh, Yeah. Uh, And you... Yeah, he he was desperate to make Lady Emmy a thing so thank you for keeping of course yeah you've mentioned it here before and i was like every time Kristen's on i'm going to call it lady emmy um just because you (laughs) you want to make that thing happen so we're going to make it happen um but uh hello to you and hello uh to you as well patrick how are you i'm good i'm good i'm I'm hoping uh maybe lady emmy maybe conan will come out as lady emmy when keenan's hosting (laughs) (laughs) i uh, honestly would pay uh for that to happen um maybe they're listening and they can work in that bit here in the last few days um so we have a, a lot of categories here to break down. We're going to uh, do this kind of in chunks according to genres. And uh, I would love to start with uh, like our reality and our sketch uh, categories. So let's get right into Outstanding Competition Program, where the nominees are The Amazing Race, Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls, Nailed It, RuPaul's Drag Race, Top Chef, and The Voice. Kristen, who do you think will and should win? <sighs> you know, I think... I really do think it could uh, go to Lizzo. Mm-hmm. I think that's, um, you know, Drag Race is, is always a, a favorite. But I, I think that Lizzo has the, I'm going to say, uh, will and should Lizzo. Oh, wow. Going for the will and should. All right, Patrick. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with, mm, yeah, I feel like Lizzo could be a good a good, not upset, because as, as Kristen said, deserving of being here, all that. But I, I think just because RuPaul's Drag Race has won so many years in a row that uh, Lizzo mm-hmm. could upset Drag Race. Um, but I'm going to say, should Amazing Race, I will go back time and time again. Mm-hmm. One, it's always a really fun show. But two, uh, that they were able to pivot and, you know, they had to take a, like, months long break because of the pandemic they you see it happen they show production a lot more for the first time kind of how they had to end up changing the way they filmed the show Mm -hmm. how they even like did the transportation for the show there was a lot of stuff that i think they deserve a lot of credit for um every year but particularly with this season so i actually would love to see amazing race but yeah i'm gonna say it's lizzo or drag race ah well you guys have both said the two that i was thinking should uh, the Amazing Race had, so, like you said, uh, Patrick, so much to deal with during uh, the pandemic. Um, Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls is, uh, they were, 
highlighting, featuring, telling the stories of people whose stories do not often get told, uh, do not often ever um, in reality. Um, and so huge kudos to them for doing that, by the way, a freshman series getting in this category for the first time in 16 years. So that's a very big deal. Um, and it tells me that, uh, people are paying attention or at least of course they know her name. So that's going to go a long way. Um, I think one of those two should win. I think RuPaul's Drag Race will win. Um, just kind of the, because, and again, not because they're not deserving, but They've been there um, and it's kind of a safe pick for those folks who don't, you know, the, the voters who aren't all able to kind of watch episodes and screeners for everything. Right. But also, if you can't watch them, don't vote on the freaking category. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> maybe, maybe Lady Emmy is actually a drag queen. Oh, and she's just trying oh, to get on that next season. That's a great point. That would point. be a good drag queen yes. name, Lady It Emmy. really would. We've had Lady Camden. Why not Lady Emmy? And Lady Camden was on the uh, season that's nominated. Okay. Um, outstanding host for a reality or competition program. The nominees are Queer Eyes Fab Five, Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman from Making It, Nicole Byer of Nailed It, uh, the uh, Sharks of Shark Tank, Top Chef host Padma Lakshmi, and RuPaul of of course, RuPaul's Drag Race. Kristen? I'm going to say should is Nicole Byer. I love her on Nailed It. Um, I think that show is just such a, a nice, uh, fun, very light. And she's very funny mm -hmm. Like I, in terms of there are some things that are very over the top that they do sort of to be silly, but then she can have very subtle and sly humor. I'd like to see her win but i think uh i think it will go to rupaul which again you know Ru's fabulous mm -hmm. and uh it's just that i think it's probably going to be a little bit of inertia in this category mm -hmm. i understand that patrick i i think i've spoken about it here before even uh that i think that the work that is done by the fab five on queer eye is fantastic um i just don't know if it's necessarily hosting and i certainly don't find the the shark tank sharks uh what they do hosting mm -hmm. um so i think it's <laughs> and i and i love shark tank i will watch a shark tank marathon on tank. on uh on tv any day cnbc yeah, cnbc any day yeah. any day and uh love all of them i think they're very all charming but i don't consider it hosting yep um you know if anything the the guy that makes the really weird announcements at the top of every segment <laughs> right. is the host um I, we should find him and interview yeah. him what that's been like does he write his own copy because it's always hilariously ridiculous mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean i think um obviously amy poehler nick offerman nicole Byer, uh just coming from the comedy world just are, are going to be fantastic at these and they, and they are. Um, but yeah, I think I, I love Padma. Um, and, but I do think it'll go to RuPaul. So I, I the, the, the should win is harder for me here. Mm -hmm. The will is easier. Um, I think will is RuPaul. I think should RuPaul is in the mix there. Um, I, I would, I would say Padma and Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman are probably my others that, that I would be, that I wouldn't be upset about. Yeah, I'm I'm with both of you on the will that it's RuPaul. That's I just keep looking at this list, uh, kind of covering RuPaul's name. And uh, if I had the others to choose from, I think I would say, oh my gosh, 
the, the shows are so wildly different. It's it's really comparing apples and oranges, what all these people do. What Amy and Nick are doing on Making It is not what they're doing on Queer Eye. And I don't think they could switch places and, you know, uh, host each other's shows or anything like no, that. I would and really not like to see that happen. No. Uh, um, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I think I'd have. Uh, mm, I'll say Queer Eye. I think that what you just said is really interesting, though, because if I look at it through that lens, I look at it like I could see Nicole Byer or RuPaul hosting any of these shows and being like, oh, Nicole Byer, 100 percent and being yeah. interesting. And, and but like all the yeah. others, I don't know that I'd switch around to all of them. They maybe could do one or two. Right. I just want to now see Nicole Byer doing the uh, uh, the interior design on. Queer Eye. Now, I want her to be a shark. <laughs> I mean... I want right? to see her on Top Chef, because I just feel like she already knows what it's like to taste terrible food. That's true. Nice good point. Very good point. she does with nice food. I think, I, think we, I think we just pitched a show, is what we just did. Yes. Nicole Byer just needs Make to take over TV. Next late night yes. talk show host, um, uh, she gets my vote as well. Okay, speaking of mm-hmm. late night talk show hosts, we have a lot of them in this category, Outstanding Variety Talk Series. The nominees are The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, Late Night with Seth Meyers, and The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. John Oliver is how many years now running mm-hmm. uh, the winner in this category? Um, Kristen, what are your thoughts here? I mean, I think it's great that Seth Meyers got into this category. Uh, I think if there's any chance of an upset, it would be perhaps, you know, his to win. But I do think that last week tonight is so consistently great, so consistently viral. Mm -hmm. uh, And and again, it's not entirely fair. We've always talked about this, you know. It's not a week. It's right. not a daily show. Yeah. It's not, you know, he's, but there's no the, interviews. The, the show that he does, there are no interviews, but it's in, you know, this category, uh, which, you know, I get it. So I think Will is John Oliver and a tie for Will should between John Oliver and Seth Meyers. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Patrick? Or a tie for should, I mean. Sure. Okay. A tie for should. Yeah. I'm going to go in the same. I'm going to go actually with the same. I think, uh, you know, no discredit to any of the, I, I actually think all these shows are, are solid in what they do. I think, um, I think Trevor Noah actually, to me, I, I don't watch it religiously, but caught a few of the like pandemic episodes, particularly towards mm-hmm. the end of the pandemic when they should have been at their best. And I found in a way that John Oliver got, was very awkward when he first entered his void at the beginning of the pandemic, but then by the end had completely found his rhythm there. I I didn't find that Trevor Noah was ever able to truly find his pandemic rhythm with like not having the audience and that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when they went back, it was more so when they went back into the studio, but didn't have an audience still. Like there was, there was, there was a cadence to his comedy and just the rhythm of that show that I felt didn't lock in in the same way. Um, And so that's the reason he's not higher on the list. But yeah, I think, I think, it's John Oliver's to lose, but love that Seth Meyers is getting the attention. I also love um, uh, if you live in L.A. At least I know they have billboards all over, and they've gone very they 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 are very uh, in tune with the fact that uh, they are maybe a little bit of a surprise nominee here, yes. and and are leaning into that with the campaigns, and, and mm-hmm. it's really funny. Yeah, he said it uh, on our on our big roundtable with the SNL alums. I mean, they're thrilled to finally have that nomination. They've been nominated for writing, uh, so they, he said they never mm-hmm. felt snubbed before. He's like, but now that we have this one, we're like. 
oh, okay, we we get it now. Like now we never uh, want to not be in this category again. It's a it's a different kind of party. Um, so I'm thrilled for them. I I think I'm with both of you on this one. John Oliver will, and I, I can see John or Seth being up there as the should. Stephen Colbert, I think, might be the best interviewer of this bunch, uh, mm-hmm. which I did not think when he started that show. Um, but I, I've really come to enjoy his interviews a lot. Uh, Trevor Noah is also a, a very good interviewer. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Kimmel is for different reasons. He's just a, a lot of fun. And um, I think he he does more, obviously, um, bits and things uh, on his show. Some of those pre-tape segments that are just so fun, especially when they're uh, out on the street and getting Guillermo out with people. Um, but yeah, I'll go with John and Seth Myers. Uh, and then uh, one more here before we take a quick break. Outstanding Variety Sketch Series. There are just two nominees because I think there are only uh, two Variety Sketch shows on television. Maybe three. Um, <laughs> I- I'm going to guess, are we all in agreement that Saturday Night Live will win? The other nominee, yeah. by the way, being a Black Lady Sketch Show. Ugh, that's the biggest should right okay, there. Well, the that's what I was, was going to say. So it's a yeah, good. right. I also feel like there's other variety sketch shows out there that like, yeah, Sher- Sherman Showcase. But I'm uh, struggling to remember right now if they were actually on and eligible this year. Um, but they wouldn't because this. Was I the think same- you should leave uh the netflix show i think you should leave i'm not sure if it yes. was eligible this year I, I i would say you could put amber ruffin yeah in this category because there're no interviews you know it's then again like if she were in this category cuz there's sketches there're no interviews it's just right. all bits basically but you know it's a little different than john oliver but mm-hmm. of these two nominees i mean a black lady sketch show was once again astounding this uh season if you haven't read our piece on on ew.com about um <laughs> The funeral ball. Mm-hmm. Please Google it immediately. Uh, that is one of the. I mean, the sketch was fantastic, and we have a great interview with yeah. uh, Robin Thede about it. I think Zwig could also have been. Oh uh, yes, here yes. of course Zwig. Yes. Yeah. I, now, now I'm not saying that all of these shows like maybe, but I just feel like if you're only going to have a category with two, you might as well throw in the ones that maybe uh, right. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just, it just, it's, it's like I agree. It's weird. It's like Aaron Tveit winning his Tony. Like he was the only, does he even right. feel like he won that Tony? Right. right. He's the only candidate. It's like a participation yeah. Tony yeah. trophy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Saturday Night Live, uh, going to collect a, another, um, not that they're, again, uh, like RuPaul in, in his category, not uh, undeserving at all. Um, it's not easy what they do week to week. But um, yeah, a Black Lady sketch show uh, really killed it this season with uh, six episodes. Really stellar work uh, that they're doing there. So. I mean, if we could have a tie, that'd be amazing. But alas, let's put that in the world then. I know. Well, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll try to manifest that. Not sure it's going to happen, but anyway. Um, all right, folks, don't go anywhere. We have a lot more categories to come. We're going to get into the comedy and drama competitions. The awardist will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Peacock, presenting critically acclaimed originals for your Emmy consideration. Stream limited series Apples Never Fall, starring Annette Benning and Sam Neill, and The Tattooist of Auschwitz, based on the best-selling novel. Plus, TV movie Mr. Monk's Last Case and the stop-motion animated In the Know from Mike Judge, Brandon Gardner, and Zach Woods. Finally, head to the Highlands with Alan Cumming in the hit competition series The Traders. Peacock is your consideration destination this Emmy season. 
Hi everyone, welcome back to The Awardist. I am joined on this episode by Patrick Gomez and Kristen Baldwin as we are breaking down the nominees for Monday's Emmys, giving you our predictions for who we think will and should win. Uh, We've already recapped a variety sketch and talk shows, that stuff. Now we're getting into the comedy categories. So let's get into Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. The nominees are Anthony Kerrigan for Barry, Brett Goldstein, Tahib Jamo, Nick Mohammed, all for Ted Lasso, Tony Shalhoub for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Tyler James Williams for Abbott Elementary, Barry's Henry Winkler, and Saturday Night Live breakout star Bowen Yang. Kristen, who are you going for here? Well, the predictions are a little mixed on this. Yeah. You, you know, kind of scour the internet. Uh, it looks to be a tie between Brett Goldstein, mm-hmm. who we know won uh, last year, and Henry Winkler, who has won for this role in the past uh, on Barry. I am leaning toward Winkler uh, simply because uh, Barry was such a phenomenal season this season. Henry Winkler Mm -hmm. uh, has gone viral a couple times this year just for posting photos of his fishing trips. He's just loving life. He's living (laughs) his best life. Mm -hmm. It's catch and release. He's just, you know, he's he's living his best life. And he was so good this season. He had more to do as his character, Gene Cousineau, uh, sort of had a whole redemption arc in a way um, Mm -hmm. that was both genuine, but also, uh, you know, very moving, but, but very kooky too. So I'm going to say should and will goes to Winkler. All right, Patrick. What I find interesting is this may be the category with the most people that have won for these roles in prior years like there's mm-hmm. there's three here mm-hmm. that have won so that's really interesting to me in terms of just theoretically it could go in any of those directions i think because of the momentum of brett goldstein having won most recently i think that that's what brings him to the forefront for me in terms of will um but i would love to see bowen yang celebrated i think that henry winkler did fantastic as you were just saying Kristen. Um, I also just want to give a shout out to some of the um, surprises here. One of them being um, Tyler James Williams for Abbott Elementary. Um, I think he does fantastic work. I just, it was interesting to me that he was one of the ones singled out uh, because I think what he does is so subtle in a way that like um, Chris Perfetti is maybe a little bit more showy with his comedy. So Mm -hmm. I was really surprised to see Tyler James. I think either of them being nominated would be have been really fun, but I was I was a little bit surprised. So I'm just giving him a shout out here too because I think what mm-hmm. he does does in that show uh, is a little quieter than you normally see nominated in the in the comedy category. Yeah, um, yeah, Kristen, going back to what you said, this is such a tough one. Um, because Ted Lasso season two was also last summer, which doesn't mean a whole lot because look, we have, uh, you know, nominees here. It's not like voters forgot about the show or the performances. They all got the biscuits in the mail. They sure <laughs> did. They sure did. Um, I think also that Brett probably had much better comedy material in season two than he did in season one mm-hmm. um, versus like Jason Sudeikis, who had a lot more dramatic material in season two than season one. Um so in those regards, I, I'm just thinking a, a, about all of the very funny stuff that Brett had. Um, Henry is just an incredible actor and does such good work on Barry. Um, unexpected in a way, though it shouldn't be because he's great. Um, I think I'm going to. Oh, gosh, I'm going to I'm going to go Brett Goldstein. Will Henry Winkler should. Ah, I don't know. That's that's a really tough one. Um 
Also, shout out to Anthony Kerrigan. And oh, he's yes, so good. he's so and he funny. Was, and he went even deeper this season with his character. Like, Noho Hank is always comic relief, but he had some really, you know, emotional uh, arcs this season. And yeah. 100% sold it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's good. He's so, so good. I would love to see him lead a series after this. Okay. Yes. Outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series from the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Alex Borstein, who has won this category. Hannah Einbinder from Hacks. From Abbott Elementary, two nominees, Janelle James and Cheryl Lee Ralph. From Saturday Night Live, Kate McKinnon. From Ted Lasso, three nominees, Sarah Niles, Juno Temple, and last year's winner, Hannah Waddingham. Kristen... This is another tough one. Who are you going with? This is interesting because I feel like it's pretty clear who's going to win. And yet, if you look around <laughs> at the predictions, it's uh-huh. anybody's. Uh, you know, people are they're they're equal sort of front runner status for Janelle James, for Hannah Einbinder, for uh, Hannah Waddingham. I feel like it's kind of, and maybe I shouldn't say this, so I'm going to reword it. But in even even before I say it. I feel like Janelle James from uh, Abbott Elementary has the momentum. I mm-hmm. think she was a, you know, a very obvious breakout star from the show, full of breakout stars. But people, that show has a lot of momentum. And she has the kind of part and the kind of performance that I think, you know, voters love to reward yeah. in, in terms of breakout performances. So I feel like it's hers to lose, but I hope I didn't just jinx it. Mm. Okay. Well, ignore us, universe. <laughs> I'm going to start with where I ended uh, talking about in the supporting actor category, which is an understated performance um, that I'm glad got nominated, but I'm a little surprised, which is Sarah Niles. Yeah. You know, she she played the straight man, basically, um, mm-hmm. uh, 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 for, on Ted Lasso. And that was... Um, that's hard to do and still be funny. And she mm-hmm. was. And But again, it was just such a quiet performance that... that when you put it next to like Kate McKinnon and Janelle James, uh, it, it it can be hard to say like is that is that yep. even comparable? Um, yep. So I'm I'm happy to see her uh, celebrated here. Um, I also just love Charlie Ralph. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the way that she is able to turn a line that is just you know she could just be going like i'm i'm going down the hall and all of a sudden that's a joke just because mm-hmm. she says it in her show the ralph way which can also be very dramatic like mm-hmm. like she just happens to have one of those personalities that takes writing and elevates it no matter what it is mm-hmm. as mundane as it p- could possibly be she makes it better or just a look the side eye that mm-hmm. she's a master a masteress at yes my- um But Janelle James maybe has one of my favorite moments from Abbott Elementary, (laughs) uh, which is when she she meets one of the other characters, significant others. I won't spoil it beyond that if you haven't watched it. Uh, One of my favorite moments on that show. But Shirley Ralph actually gets the best line um, from pretty much anything this past year for me, which is sweet baby Jesus and the grown one too. Uh, Abbott Elementary, <laughs> Abbott Elementary, as part of the FYC campaign, sent out a bunch of buttons. Yes. And yeah. that is one of them. Yep. And I need to put that on a jacket and wear it always because I just love that line so much. So yeah, I think I'm going to go Janelle James as well. Yeah. So many of that show's viral moments uh, were all because of her character's lines, um, which she is very quick to say, those were all written. I like she's like, I get it. I I understand why they wrote it for me. I understand this character and, you know, everything uh, about her in terms of just, you know, the absurdity. Um, so in that way, it is a very Janelle. Um, but 
yeah, she she takes no credit for any of the lines. Um, so yeah, I think. Oh my gosh! And Hannah Waddingham had that the funeral episode, which was so good. What's I could also very well see it be her. Yeah. What's so interesting is that. Hannah Einbinder told me that for season one, she submitted the season finale, which was her dad's funeral. When she submitted for season two, she thought, you know, for season one, I actually submitted dramatic material and I need it to be funny this year. I'm nominated in the comedy category. And here we have Hannah Waddingham submitting the funeral episode. Um, uh, Yeah, it's tough. I, I think if you're looking at the overall show and who has all of the comedy it's janelle james um hannah waddingham is a fantastic actress i think hannah einbinder was even better in season two than she was in season one and her episode this year is the uh the the cruise which she's hysterical on um oh my gosh i think i'm gonna go with um janelle james should and hannah waddingham will I, I'm also uh, going to shout right? out that there's a possibility that there's this, that there's a uh, you know a farewell win to Kate McKinnon. I mean, yeah. this mm-hmm. category is tough. It's it's so tough. Uh, there there are some um, prediction sites I've looked at, and they have it a three way tie between the two yeah. Hannahs and Janelle. Um, and we just went all ties here. Just, yeah, just, I mean, like, it's all I've, Lady yeah. Emmy multiplies, and <laughs> yeah, they better have a bunch of trophies on hand to uh, to give them up on stage. Um, but I don't recall in recent history when I have seen a category that close. Um, have do you, Kristen? No, I mean, I really was surprised just checking back in with a bunch of prediction yeah. sites today, and it's like nobody knows. No, <laughs> so and that's what's going to make it, it a fun, uh, fun be ceremony. A very fun. I think they should just move that to be the final category of the night. Yeah, to keep us all it, guessing. It's just there are a lot of categories where yeah. uh, it's just up in the air, mm-hmm. and only a handful where it seems pretty uh, locked in. Yeah, and that category, by the way, is uh, often the very first handed out. We'll mm-hmm. see if it'll be the same again this year, but we may know the answer to that one uh, very early in the night. Not the focus of this podcast, but do, how much do you think a lot of this is is pandemic delays, like a lot of stuff getting all submit, all released at once? Like I know we started mm-hmm. to see that, but I wonder how much that plays into here of just like a lot of stuff was held or like had to be held because it wasn't ready. Right. Uh, some of them had to do reshoots uh, yeah. once they were able to, to get back out into the world. I mean, you know, the White Lotus, which we'll get to in a minute, they shot completely during the the pandemic, uh, they kind of had the luxury of the hotel being shut down, so they they were able to use it. Um, yeah, that's an interesting thought. Um, I, I thought about that a lot with the Oscars that one yeah. year, where just like there was nominees that wouldn't even have been on the radar had right. they re- released mm-hmm. everything that was meant to be released. So it's just huh. interesting how that will continue to play out. Yeah, it's Severance. Uh, I mean, they they filmed uh, during the pandemic, um, but anyway, yeah, I, that's a that's an interesting thought. I will keep pondering that. Um, let's talk about lead actor in a comedy series uh we have from atlanta donald glover bill Hader, star of barry from the great nicholas holt the two gents from only murders in the building steve martin and martin short and jason sudeikis who won last year for ted lasso Kristen, i feel like the it's the will win is going to be one of the two from only murders in the building, which I may have mentioned before I feel is overrated. 
it's perfectly <laughs> fine, but I don't think it's, you know, wow. 16 Emmy nominations wow. fine. Whatever. Um, I think it's going to be, it probably will be Steve Martin simply because people just love him and like, fine. I, I mean, do you want to call what he does on that show acting? I mean, I think he acts as Steve Martin, hmm. and, but he's not a particular, he's not really an actor. Watch that season finale again. All of the physical comedy. Come on. Uh, yeah. Okay. He's a comedian. <laughs> it's not acting, but uh, fine. Whatever. Okay. I'm cranky. Um, <laughs> I think he will win. Uh, I uh, Who should win? 100%. There is no question. Is Bill Hader uh, for Barry. Um, I will say the one thing not going in Bill Hader's favor is that this season was essentially a drama and exceptionally yep. dark. There were, there were some incredible incredibly funny moments like go and watch the um detonate app scene again uh when he's trying to get the detonate app to work it's incredible he was very very funny and also incredibly uh moving in some dark scenes Mm -hmm. i think he should win i think uh there's a chance you know this is another one where there's uh, a lot of ties in the predictions Mm -hmm. but i think it's it will go to steve martin should go to hater Interesting. All right, Patrick. Well, I I stand, I'm correcting myself now that we've got, I think, three former winners for these roles in this category Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So that that is interesting here. So obviously, Jason Sudeikis has the momentum of coming out of last year's win, although it's been a few years since we've seen Atlanta um, Mm -hmm. in the mix because they took a long hiatus. So I could also see Donald Glover just getting a like, oh, great, we're so glad he's back um, uh, win here. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy to see Nicholas Holt here. Um, yep. You know, I think, uh, one, it's just a win for him to be listed in the same uh, category as, as all of these people. But two, he's actually very, very great on that show. <laughs> um, and I think the Only Murders team, if they don't split the vote, has a strong shot, particularly because they have what Ted Lasso had last year, which is uh, that they are in the middle of, to me, a better season uh, out of the two that they've had. Uh, and so having that just ended mm-hmm. two days after voting closed, right. uh, I think is is going to give them some momentum going into this as well. If I had to give it between Steve Martin and Martin Short, I would give it to Martin Short. I think that like what he does on that show is just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, agree that I think just because Steve Martin is Steve Martin, that he's probably the front runner here. I'm going to actually go with will Steve Martin should Martin short oh. is what I'm going to go right. with. Um, again, Barry is Barry, but to your point, like, you know, I, I, I'm a stickler. Like, like if you're nominated in comedy, it should be about the comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what makes it so tough here. I mean, Jason Sudeikis had, uh, like I said, some great dramatic stuff in season two dealing with uh, mental health, which is not something that gets tackled in comedies. But also Ted Lasso is not a straight up comedy, uh, obviously, as is not Barry. Um, But also not only murder. I mean, none of these none of these are straightforward comedies. Yeah. Hacks is not a. Yeah. Straightforward comedy. Um, Okay, I'm going to go with. For the should, um, ah, see now I, I'm stuck on only murders because I think Steve Martin and his episode is the season finale that that physical comedy was a masterclass. I think Martin Short, I think, has better comedic material in season two. But people are watching that and thinking about that mm-hmm. potentially while they're that's, voting. That's why I went with that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say my should I mean, actually, my should is Bill Hader. I think he should win. I think will win. Oh, crap. 
I think um, people are going to vote for Jason Sudeikis again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it pains me to say that. He's, he's, he's not bad. I just don't think he should win, but I think he will. <sighs> because Emmy voters get into a habit and they just keep checking names. I don't know. That that's just that's just a little theory there. All right, let's talk lead actress in a comedy series. Rachel Brosnahan from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Someone help uh, Kristen, who's choking. Um, Quinta Brunson <laughs> from Abbott Elementary. Kaylee Cuoco, the flight attendant. Elle Fanning, the great Issa Rae, insecure, Gene Smart hacks. Let's switch it up, Patrick. Who do you think? Oh man, um, I think. Gene Smart, obviously, one, has the momentum, two, is Gene Smart, three, mm-hmm. is incredible in hacks. So, I, you know, I think here, it, like, that's the front runner. I think um, I would love for there to be a surge uh, for Issa Rae, given that it was the final season. Um, that would be fantastic. I've already mentioned my feelings about The Great and just mm-hmm. how fantastic that I think the acting is on that show, uh, particularly. It's not easy what they do. Um uh, and and I think they do it really well. So I think, but I think the nomination is Elle's win here. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco on the flight attendant. I feel like if she was gonna win, it would have been for the previous season. Mm-hmm. So I I don't see that win happening here. Um, I think I think it comes down to Quinta and Jean. I, I, as much as I think everyone else mm-hmm. here is, is solid, and as much as Mrs. Maisel is not what it used to be, I think what Rachel does there is is also very difficult. Um, so I give her credit, but at the same time, I think Ms. Maisel's moment has mm-hmm. has passed in many ways. Um, so yeah, I think it comes to Quinta and Jean. I'm gonna say should and will is Jean, but Quinta, I think, does great and also gets credit for having created the show and being part of the creative mm-hmm. team behind the show, all that sort of stuff. But I'm, I'm gonna give it to Jean and both of could could should will okay i added a third one yeah why not Kristen? yeah i'm torn between those two as well Mm -hmm. i i think there is a chance uh that quinta will upset uh because i do think gene smart is the front runner and you know Uh, who would be happiest about that gene smart Smart. and that's why i love her I know she'd be like, do it up. So I think there's a chance, especially I do feel like Abbott Elementary just has been very visible uh, in the last few months. You know, I think uh, that cast and that studio has done a, a good job keeping, you know, keeping the show in the public eye. And I feel like there could be an upset here. Both Jean and Quinta are shoulds to me, but mm-hmm. I'm going to say should and will is uh, Quinta another tie yeah mm-hmm. please bring it yeah this is um this is a tough one because i i feel like it's it's essentially could be an all or nothing for abbott elementary um i think mm-hmm. they will win uh that quinta will win for writing the pilot but then i'm worried about everything sure. else for the show um and so i feel like everyone's just going to be all in on it or uh it 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 come close to happening, but not. Um, so here's one where it's our, it's our new This Is Us though. It's the it's the only network show yeah. that, that got through the 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 gatekeeping. Yeah, the 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 clutter of streaming shows. Um, I think I'm going with uh, which one of you said should is is both of them, um, which I completely agree with. I think the will is going to be Jean. 
Yeah. I don't, yeah. Um, okay. That now brings us to outstanding comedy series. We've heard a lot of these names already. Abbott Elementary, Barry, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Hacks, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, What We Do in the Shadows, which congrats to them for being nominated, uh, as well as Curb Your Enthusiasm uh, and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, but none of them are going to win. I think we can get that out of the way. <laughs> I think it's amazing. I think it's, amazing is maybe not the word. I think it's interesting that Curb was nominated, but none of the acting like like yeah. you didn't see it in a ton of other categories whereas in most of these at least had some other representation what we do in the shadows not in the acting categories either but uh, it's, it's interesting it's kind of wild to me that it's there i know when the nominations happen um I, we were talking about snubs and it's like hello where's blackish final season it deserves to be in there before Kirby enthusiasm um but anyway that, where's that, reservation dogs reservation dogs exactly gripes gripes for uh, an, another time um Kristen, who are you going with here Maybe I'm crazy, but I think I'm kidding. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I shouldn't add the maybe. I think should and will is is Abbott. I think the show has the momentum. I think if honestly, w- what could happen and what uh, might make all the m- make the voters feel like they've kind of spread the love, they give Abbott comedy series. They give Gene uh actress mm-hmm. you know uh they could probably give one of the only murders guys actors like they could spread all the love i do think the fact that abbott was such a breakout hit um i think the fact that it's you know a black cast created by mm-hmm. a young black woman i think that's great <laughs> you know mm-hmm. when you look at mm-hmm. this list it's not a super yeah. diverse uh a group here so I think it could, I think it has the momentum and I would like to believe that it's the one that's going to win. Believe like Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that scenario you just put out, Kristen. And I, I think, you know, as much as I love Quinta and, and think she's done a fantastic job with that show, I think, you know, this is her first lead role. I think it took her a minute to get into the groove of it mm-hmm. as well. And so it also just depends how much of Abbott people watch in terms of the acting category. But that being said, I think from minute one, it works as a show and that's fantastic. So I would love to see Abbott take it here. Um, I think, you know, can't deny the momentum of Ted Lasso. You also can't deny only murders in the building. I think is having, having a moment because again, season two, like they did the Ted Lasso strategy and that worked really well for Ted Lasso last Mm -hmm. year of having a new season out during the voting period. So that could also give it to only murders. I I'm gonna say I think it comes down to only murders and Abbott here. Um. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Um. You guys aren't mentioning Ted Lasso at all. So I'm now you're throwing me off because, uh, not that I think it should win. Um. I think Abbott should win. Um. I think also Hacks had an incredible season two. Only murders had. Uh. I mean, I love it. Um. Despite what Kristen says. Um, but again, or because yeah, of what Kristen or because says. You're that's just doing true. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. Um, and yes, they had that great season two airing during voting. Um, <laughs> gosh, this is so tough. I don't feel like I've ever had such a hard time picking winners as I have this year. Um, I'm going to say Abbott should, and gosh darn, I'm going to say it will. All right. They deserve it. I'm I'm going for it. I'm going for it. Let's, I I don't think it's going out on a limb. Um, It's just, there's so many great shows here. It's, it's tough. Um, And a lot more great shows uh, that we still have to talk about coming up. Limited series and dramas. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with those predictions. 
this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Welcome back to The Awardist. All right, this is it. We are uh, closing things out this segment uh, talking about drama. But first, let's get into limited series. Uh, here's a, a question I pose to you, Patrick and Kristen. Do you think uh, there's anyone who can beat from The White Lotus, Murray Bartlett and Jennifer Coolidge in their categories? Ooh, well, I mean... God, I just Caitlin Deaver did such a fantastic yes. job in Dope Sick. I, I could, I normally when I see multiple, there's there's one, two, three, four, five. There's five, five. people <laughs> uh, in the outstanding supporting actress category. Uh, uh, you know, Alexandra Daddario, Natasha Rothwell, Sydney Sweeney, um, Connie Britton, mm-hmm. all also nominated for White Lotus, up against Caitlin Deaver for Dope Sick and Mayor Winningham for Dope Sick as well. And normally, I think you could split the vote, but I just don't see anyone voting for anyone other than Jennifer Coolidge if they're voting White yeah, Lotus. Same. And so, for that yeah. reason, I think you're right. Um, but I would love to see Caitlin Deaver. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, I think Coolidge. There are a couple categories uh, of limited series that I think are actually kind of locks as close as they get to locks. And mm-hmm. I think the supporting actress in a limited series uh, is one of those categories with Jennifer Coolidge and supporting actor with Bartlett. I feel like they are kind of, there's just no real, as we've talked about all this episode, other predictions are all over the place. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every prediction <laughs> for yeah. these categories are for Bartlett and Coolidge. The only other one that feels like a total lock uh is also in limited series and i'm sure we'll get to it in a second but. yeah yeah um just to give them their flowers though i mean jake lacy white lotus yeah. uh, uh steve zahn white lotus uh peter skarsgård uh and uh will polter for dope sick who will polter i think did fantastic work too i think he's yeah. he's he probably so second good. place here mm-hmm. um yeah. also uh, michael stolberg for dope sick, who was, was so just great too. creepy yeah. yeah. Um, and then Seth Rogen for Pam and Tommy, which was interesting. I actually had dinner with friends last night and we were talking about Pam and Tommy and they were like, I just thought Seth Rogen was amazing and not. No, but I just think that that's the takeaway from that show was surprising to me. Yeah. With that person who I truly respect their opinion in pop culture. And that was a it was an interesting take. Mm. Yeah. Again, not that he did bad, just that that's the takeaway, right. that that was the standout. To yeah, he's not who I remember that from uh, from, <laughs> from that series at all. Yeah. Um, okay, so then quickly for a lead actress in a uh, limited series uh, or movie, because those get combined here, uh, lead actress nominees are Tony Collette from The Staircase, Julia Garner, Inventing Anna, Lily James, Pam and Tommy, Sarah Paulson, Impeachment, American Crime Story, Margaret Qualley from Made, Amanda Seyfried, The Dropout. Uh, I'll just throw in there, uh, she's my... Um, she's my will win. Do you both mm-hmm. feel the same? Amanda yes. Seyfried? Yeah. yeah, but man, I mean, I think Margaret Qualley, unfortunately, falls victim to Maid coming out in yes. like late, late 2021. And so like it kind of fell off the radar because mm-hmm. she did fantastic work there. Yeah. I also think Lily James did fantastic yes. work and Pam and Tommy, you know. I, I, Lily James would have been my winner uh, if the dropout had been at another time. I just don't know yeah. if the dropout made a big enough of an impact that, like, 
that's my only, not, not my fear for Amanda, but mm-hmm. uh, I just, I wonder if, again, to your point of like some people voting and not having watched yeah. everything, if that's one of the ones that they just hadn't gotten to. Mm-hmm. I just didn't feel like as many people were talking, talking about, about it, it as, mm-hmm. as much as like Maid or Pam and Tommy. Um, but I don't know, Kristen. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think she actually was all over the place, you know, uh, during voting in terms of, you know, very doing a lot of interviews. I think people really loved uh, watching her do the voice. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. And, and uh, frankly, I think the fact that uh, the person she was playing, uh, you know, was sent to prison uh, <laughs> right I believe before this this miniseries came out, I think uh, it, it sort of added some uh, mystique and allure to to the show itself. So I do think that uh, she has. I think she's the will for sure. But the absolute clear should is Margaret Qualley um, for Maid. Uh, I would love to see an upset, but I do think it's going to go to Seyfried. Mm, yeah. Um, and then lead actor in a limited series or movie, Sebastian Stan for Pam and Tommy, Himesh Patel, Station Eleven, Oscar Isaac, Scenes from a Marriage, Andrew Garfield, Under the Banner of Heaven, Colin Firth for The Staircase, and the one I think should and will, I'll just get it out of the way, Michael Keaton, Dope Sick. Patrick? I mean, yeah, I, I don't see anyone else. I mean, it's like, this is the only one that if mm-hmm. I like had to you know, bet my left foot on or something like (laughs) it would be Michael Keaton. I would be willing to take that bet because I just don't see how you don't give him the award. He deserves it. Every, you know, a lot of people in this category are good, but he is the one who like completely broke your heart and put it back together again in that show. And for, and for everyone at home that doesn't know Kristen, her left foot is her favorite of the two. So (laughs) that's saying a lot. It's It's worth a lot. Yeah. Um, All right. So then the big category, Outstanding Limited or Anthology Series, Dope Sick, The Dropout, Inventing Anna, Pam and Tommy, The White Lotus. Uh, There's a lot of momentum for The White Lotus. Uh, In another year, I would have said Dope Sick. What do you think, Kristen? First of all, can we just discuss how did Inventing Anna get on this list? Can we just take a second? I feel like this is the politician of this season where you're like, what? The reviews were... Mm -hmm including my own universally or fairly uh, leaning strongly toward the show is not good. And it was way too long. And it just, how looking at the other shows that are nominated in the acting categories here, it's like, how did it be? The staircase? How did it Uh be? Like there's, there's a lot of other options. Under the banner of heaven, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There were other options that were good. And I just feel like Netflix, you know, you just hear the sound, the like beep, 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 mm. <laughs> of them backing up the money truck and you know mm. just getting the nomination look julia garner's lovely she's you know a great oh, actress. actress i wish her no, nothing you know there's a lot of great people in that in that show but it just was not a good show and it took a spot away from something good that was my long way of saying white lotus i think will win mm-hmm. and should win mm. um i i think they will sp- spread the love here in that uh keaton will get lead actor for dope sick they'll probably get some writing Mm -hmm. uh nominations there and white lotus will win because it was a phenomenon you know uh at the time and i think that will and the fact that we're starting to see uh promos for season two and stuff now will Mm -hmm. remind people and has you know has helped remind people that it was a phenomenon Indeed. Okay, let's get into a drama series then, starting with supporting actor. Uh, This is the uh, this is the category of the 
S named shows, Succession, <laughs> Squid Game, Severance, and then the morning show is in there. But anyway, our nominees from Succession are Nicholas Braun, Kieran Culkin, Matthew McFadden. From Squid Game, we have Park Hae-soo and Oh Young-soo. From Severance, John Turturro and Christopher Walken. And then from The Morning Show, Billy Crudup, who has won before. Um, I think perhaps because some of the succession guys split the vote that year. Um, Kristen, how are you feeling here? You know, I really thought that it was uh, McFadden's to lose uh, as Tom on succession. I think he's, I mean, he's so good this season. He had yes. such a 3D chess move at the end <laughs> of the season. And uh, he was just his whole like emotional arc where he was preparing for prison and then his flip out when he didn't have to go to prison. Uh, but I do see a lot of momentum in uh, recent days uh, for Kieran Culkin, who also, of course, was had a great season and, you know, uh, accidental dick pick. You know, that moment will go mm-hmm. down in yeah. history as some great uh, wordless acting on his part. I do think uh, should and will is uh, McFadden. OK. All right, Patrick. I'm going to say the same but also could see a scenario in which what Jared just said in terms of splitting vote, that that could Mm -hmm. happen and there'd be a possible John Turturro maybe. Like I know a lot of people were talking about his performance. He does a lot there. He has one of the biggest journeys on that show in terms of like where he starts and where he ends. Um, And I, I, so I could see possibly a surprise there, but yeah, I think Matthew is is probably the front runner and also very very talented. Oh man, okay, you guys are making me reconsider everything I thought. Um, I'm going to go with Matthew McFadden. Should Karen Culkin will? Okay, I'll leave it at All that. Right. All right. All right. Supporting actress uh, from Severance, Patricia Arquette from Squid Game, uh, Jung Ho Yun. We also have uh, from Succession two nominees, Jay Smith Cameron and Sarah Snook from Euphoria, Sydney Sweeney, Ray Seahorn from Better Call Saul, Christina Ricci from Yellow Jackets and Ozarks, Julia Garner, who has won twice here before. Patrick, what do you think? Oh, man. Um, You know, I think both of the succession nominees had a lot this season that was really fun to dive into. I think Rhea Seahorn could just because like she's everyone's always wanted her to get this uh, opportunity and it's the final season. I think that could maybe push her over the edge. Can't argue that yellow jackets was just a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, that's a reason for Christina. I'm basically just giving you reasons to think that every single one of these do the Garner yeah, the final season they're... for Ozark. Uh, God, I think I think I I will go this way. I think Sydney Sweeney is incredible for Euphoria, uh, and Patricia Arquette does really fantastic work on Severance. Um, I think that those two, the nomination is probably the win. I think mm-hmm. I think honestly, I could see I could see it going a lot of different directions here. I'm gonna say should I just really think? Well, God, I I don't know. It's a tie between Rhea and Sarah for should for me. I just think they. I think again, there's fantastic work across mm-hmm. the board here, but I, I, I think those, but I'm gonna say just because final season, all of that, I'm gonna go give it to to Seahorn. All right. Okay. I think Kristen's gonna be happy to hear that. Yeah. And I am was also happy to realize that uh I can't remember if it was Dan Snearson who told me or but they will have the better call Saul people will have one more shot. One more, yep. Um Thank goodness, because I do think, oh, of the splitting you know, should, of the season. right? Yeah, because of the splitting of the season. So I do think 
racy horn should a hundred percent. Um, and I wouldn't even allow myself to say will for anyone else, if this was truly her last chance, but I actually think, I think this is a really divided category too, but I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say, will is Julia Garner for Ozark. Obviously her character had a big ending. Uh, she's won before they obviously like her. Uh, cause literally they nominated inventing Anna. Um, <laughs> and so I think she will Ray should. And as if Ray doesn't, as long as she wins next year, I'm fine. Okay. Well, you're, you're putting a lot on the future for that one. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. Yeah. I'm going to say Ray should Sarah Snook will. All right. All right. Lead actor in a drama series. The nominees, Jason Bateman from Ozark, Brian Cox from Succession, Lee Jung-Jae from Squid Game, Bob Odenkirk of Better Call Saul, Severance star Adam Scott, and Jeremy Strong from Succession, who is a previous winner here. Kristen, how are you feeling? I am feeling like... And this is going to sort of preempt our conversation regarding uh, drama. But I think that because I think HBO is going to take the outstanding drama uh, title, I think the lead actor here is going to actually go to Lee Jung-jae for mm. Squid Game. Uh, because I, I do feel like uh, that show was also a phenomenon. Voters are going to want to recognize it. He was fantastic. He had to do a lot in terms of comedy, in terms of drama, in terms yeah. of horror. Uh, so I feel like he has uh, the momentum here. Pretty much anyone here could win and I'd be happy, mm -hmm. but I think yeah. uh, he will be. He's the should and will. Yeah. Patrick? Yeah, I, I do. I agree. I think that this and supporting actress in a comedy uh, are the two strongest categories, maybe, of just in terms of like, I would be happy with any of these people. Um, but I would say, I feel like I feel like it's like Lee is not a bad option at all. I also feel like Adam Scott has a little bit of momentum. I just feel like it getting nominated got a lot more people watching that show. Mm -hmm. So I think that I, I think it I think it could come down to the two of them. I also think that Jeremy and Brian, Jason, like like you said, like any Bob, it's yeah. it's really hard. I could I could see Bob Odenkirk pulling this out too. Again, just because those those final episodes were airing, the finale mm -hmm. aired just before voting closed. Mm -hmm. Like that was a very smart decision. Yeah, I now that I think out loud, I also I think Bob could maybe because of that timing pull it out here. So I'm mm. gonna say, you know, God should is impossible, but like <laughs> I'm gonna say for the reasons you gave, Kristen, I'm gonna say that uh, Lee should, uh, Lee yeah. Jung Jae from Squid Game should. Um, I'm gonna say Bob Odenkirk will. Mm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm I change. That was that. not. That's not what I started with when I started speaking here. But Jared, yeah. Uh, what do you think? I'm. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with uh, Lee Jung Jae for should. And oh man, I'm I'm torn between Will for him and uh, Brian Cox who. I think is it just does such masterful work on succession. Uh, he is like the, the king of unpredictability. And I love that about what he does there. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say should and will Lee Jung Jae. 
And then that takes us to uh, lead actress in a drama series, Jodie Comer from Killing Eve, who has won here before, Laura Linney from Ozark, Melanie Linsky of Yellow Jackets, Sandra Oh from Killing Eve as well, Reese Witherspoon, The Morning Show, and Zendaya from Euphoria, who has also won here in this category before. I will say it feels like most uh, pundits, predictors uh, kind of have this between Zendaya and Melanie Linsky. I uh, I don't know if I see a world where Laura Linney could slip in, perhaps if Melanie and Zendaya split the vote. But what what are you thinking, Patrick? That's actually the exact scenario that I was envisioning. Um, I'm always mm-hmm. a big, I was game out. I'm like, people are going to split votes. They're going to do this <laughs> and that. And then sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. I could see that scenario happening. And Laura taking a win because Melanie uh, and and Zdaya yeah. and not undeserving for Laura. No, and also biggest compliment to Melanie and Zdaya that they mm-hmm. would be the ones yeah. that 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 split it. Um, so sometimes that just happens. I you know we've spoken on this podcast previously about Killing Eve. I think both those actresses are fantastic, but mm-hmm. I think that show just kind of ran out of steam. Um, and and kind of lost the tension that made that show what it was. Yeah, that doesn't mean that their acting was any less impressive. It just meant the show itself just became a little less engaging. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the nomination is is the win here for Reese. Um, yeah, I'm I'm going to say should... I, I'm still going to say shouldn't will Melanie is what mm. I'm going to say. Not yes. mad at that. All right, Kristen? Yes, it is. It's... I think if anyone does upset Melanie, it would be Zendaya. But I believe that the uh, momentum is still with Melanie Linsky. Um, but, you know, for the most part, as long as no one from Killing Eve wins, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> well, because, I mean, they've, you know. They... Just getting knowledge. You can hear a th- uh, another laugh in the room. That is uh, our producer, Sammy. Who <laughs> <laughs> that, that one really got Sammy. <laughs> I mean, again, just simply because the show is long past its expiration date. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, though, I'm almost voting. Uh, I'd like to see chaos and just have Reese Witherspoon stop, win. Like, it's such a random... <laughs> nomination like it makes literally no sense Uh, yes she was an actress in a drama series but that is the only thing that happened here that qualified her i mean she's a great actress but this is not it academy i don't know what you were doing but um all the more reason just give it to melanie linsky she's the best oh god she was an actress in a drama she was an actress that is literally true but that's basically oh kill me there what do you think i'm thinking (laughs) what do you think you can say out loud oh gosh i think it's gonna be melanie linsky um should and will even though zendaya had a fantastic episode that Mm -hmm. she submitted um yeah, I think it's going to be Melanie Linsky. That takes us to our final category, Outstanding Drama Series. The nominees, Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Succession, and Yellow Jackets. Um, I mean, I was going to say, like, should we just do elimination? Here are the ones that are not going to win. It won't be Euphoria. It won't be Stranger Things. It won't be Yellow Jackets. Uh, I don't think it'll be Severance. Um, so that's leaving us, like, Better Call Saul, Ozark. Squid Game Successions, I feel like a good final four. I just feel like it's Successions to lose. Yes. Squid Game could take it, mm-hmm. but I also wouldn't write off some of the ones that you... I, I think, again, I feel like Severance has this mm-hmm. buzz momentum right now, just like just like living and breathing in the industry here yep. in LA, at least. like I feel like that's a show that people are 
talking about a lot more than people that didn't watch it when it first came out, but have been watching it over the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't write Severance off completely, but I do think it's Successions to Lose with Squid Game being the default second place and then probably Ozark, Better Call Saul, Tied. Okay, okay. Kristen? I agree with that. I think, uh, you know, Succession just had such an incredible season. That finale is fresh enough in everyone's minds, Mm -hmm. and you can see with all the nominations that you know, voters really loved it and we're watching it. Um, I think they there are options for voters to spread the love around to make sure Squid Game wins mm-hmm. uh, some key awards yeah. as well. So I think directing I, I, is their award. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this yeah. is another and, category and, that there's nothing, none of these I would be mad at. Like there's, there's none here yeah. that I'm just like, how the hell did that get here? Right. There's no Reese yeah. Witherspoon I mean, of this category. <laughs> we love you, Reese. <laughs> we do. We love we do. you, but just, that's just, it's just not it. Yeah. So you're going succession? I'm going succession. Okay. I, I'm with the, I, I'm in agreement with both of you. Succession, I will not be mad if Squid Game wins. Um mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm totally happy with either of those. Um, but I guess if I'm marking a ballot, I'm I'm going to say that succession will win. Um yeah, I feel like this is gonna be basically what we've kind of said here. It, it feels like it's there's a an opportunity here to really spread the love uh among some some really phenomenal TV shows that have aired over the past year. Um, some are probably going to be maybe some bigger winners than others. I think uh, the White Lotus is going to pick up several trophies, um, maybe probably five uh, is where I'm going with that, maybe more. Um, and then Habit Elementary, a big TBD on whether they can pull off a big sweep. And um, and I don't think people would be upset about that no. at all. No. It's very well deserving. This is giving me anxiety, though, because I'm now realizing, uh, d- d- you know, peek behind the curtain, everyone. There's a lot of times that we like we'll pre-write stories. because We're like, OK, this is probably what's going to happen. <laughs> and that'll be a historic win or yeah. that'll be a surprise yeah. win. But we're expecting it. This one, I'm just like, oh, my God, like we're we don't we can't pre-write anything. Like everything's up for no. grabs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100 percent. But that's what's going to make it a fun night and a fun ceremony to watch. Keenan Thompson hosting. You can check out uh, my interview with him on a previous episode of the Awardist podcast. And uh, be sure to tune in to the big show Monday night. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific on ABC. Uh, EW and People will have a live pre-show red carpet. And of course, we will be covering it from all angles on EW.com. And uh, the next day, right back here on the Awardist podcast. Kristen, Patrick, thank you so much for joining me. Anytime. Happy to do it. Uh, Happy to have you here. That's it uh, for this episode of The Awardist. If you liked what you heard, you can follow, rate the podcast, and leave us an award-winning review on Apple Podcasts. And to keep the conversation with us going, please do follow Entertainment Weekly on all socials. On Twitter, it is at EW. And we are at Entertainment Weekly everywhere else. You can also tag me at Jared Hall. And we will see you back here next week, Tuesday morning, after the Emmys. This episode of the Awardist podcast is hosted by Jared Hall, produced by Chanel Johnson and Sammy Junio, edited by Sammy Junio. Full episode transcripts are available at EW.com. Thanks for listening.